Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The Raiders get a win last night. They keep doing that. The Raiders get a win last night, Perloff, but this still looks like a franchise that doesn't have much direction. Barely get Why a win. Why did you say that, Maggie? What are you talking about? Barely That's get a win. a win over the Green Bay Packers. So I guess Josh McDaniels gets a little stay here. I had major issues with how that game was coached last night from the Raiders' side. And listen, you win this game 17-13, and Max Crosby has a great game. And that's kind of all she wrote about the Raiders. It still feels like there was such a miss here that they could have gone in a direction where they were starting over with a rookie quarterback next year. And Mm. maybe the ceiling would be higher. Maybe the future would be brighter. They got a win last night, but I don't know how anyone feels great about this Raider team this morning. So you're saying they should have tanked. How would that have worked? Because Derek Carr left. Who's going to play quarterback this year if not... Jimmy G. Aiden O'Connell could but, have played quarterback for you or someone else to try to give you a better chance to put yourself in position. Yeah. Because think about what happened last night, right? Like, you have Devontae Adams, right. who is obviously dealing with some kind of shoulder injury. Right. You have, like, Josh Jacobs. He wasn't able to do much last night. He was fine last night. The, the output wasn't huge. You have a couple really solid guys on your roster, Mm -hmm. but you really don't have any depth. Like, the Green Bay offense is so bad, you should have been able to win this game going away, and they couldn't. Like, this is not going to be a good Raider team, and you're going to be stuck in limbo. But let me ask you a question. Are you sure that Aiden O'Connell gives you a better chance of tanking than Jimmy G? (laughs) Well, What what are you seeing in Jimmy G that I'm not seeing? Yeah, that Jimmy was, G with another turnover last night. Is and, that the most classic Jimmy G win you've ever seen in your life? Yes. That you know, so many ugly throws, but just enough plays to somehow eke out a win. That is, it's going to go on his tombstone someday. <laughs> they're yeah. just too, they're a little too good to tank. So it's easy to say tank. The other thing too, Mark Davis, a high profile owner, he's got that beautiful stadium. Yep. I just can't see them tanking. They have to try to win games, and they're going to win a bunch of games and be. Probably they're probably gonna win eight games and go eight and nine. Isn't that better than they, going four and thirteen? I don't know how anybody loses to the Raiders. Like I, I, I they, I saw Green Bay do yeah. it last night with a young quarterback, a young receiving core, and they couldn't put up points. But the Raiders are like fits and spurts. I guess you can squint and see it. And again, Crosby was yeah. a game wrecker last night. But Josh McDaniels is a terrible coach. And I I just don't want to play the results here because they won the game. Him deciding to kick the field goal with under two minutes left that ends up doinking off the upright. It gives the Green Bay Packers the ball with a minute 56 left to go and one timeout at their own 42. They should have lost this game. 
They were down by four. Why would you kick the field goal there on the fourth and one? You can't yeah. get a yard. You can't get a yard. Instead, you decide to kick the field goal. To me, your Green Bay has to score a touchdown to win the game no matter what. You didn't change anything except the decision gave Green Bay this awesome field position. They just couldn't capitalize on well, it. Well, I don't totally believe that you're not playing the results because the eight times the Chargers have done this and not gotten a yard. <laughs> we haven't said anything this year. We, everyone wants their coach fired. What are you kidding? But, everyone hates what the Chargers do. But, is your problem, if that's your problem with Josh McDaniels, I understand it. I, I have this stat here, Next Gen Stats tweeted out. I couldn't believe it. Is it Next Gen Stats, a neutral party? But they tweeted <laughs> out, according to the decision guide, McDaniels' uh, suboptimal play call by kicking field goal up fourth and two from the 34 up 17 13 was the worst call of the season. <laughs> and I was like, that, that can't par- possibly be true. Onion? It's like uh, because, you know, and McDaniels got killed because he did the same thing against Pittsburgh two weeks ago and cost him a game. They have a strategy here this season. Like it or not, they're going to slow the game down. They're going to run Josh Jacobs all day long and win with their defense. I don't think anyone thought of the Raiders as that kind of team, but unfortunately for your model, Maggie, they're going to win a bunch of games this way. Okay. Be, and they've been in every game except one. Okay, They could have won m- multiple games. Run the ball in defense, I get for a team like, I don't know, the Jets who actually have a good defense. The Raiders' defense is 23rd in scoring this year. They're allowing over 25 points a game. You can't win with defense when you're allowing 25 points a game. It's just the Packers' offense is so bad that they couldn't capitalize on it. This is not, besides Max Crosby, this is not actually a great defense. I don't, actually, are you sure that number's updated, by the way? Because they've been pretty good. They, 23rd in scoring. No, 17-16, they got killed by the Bills, 38-10, 23-18, 24-17, 17-13. These have been pretty – they have very close, modest games. Their their offense is the worst. If you're going to fire McDaniels, forget that fourth down call. you got to fire NBC offenses. Well, they're bottom three in the entire league. They're terrible. And um, but by the way, did Daniel Carlson one, – one little exception. Daniel Carlson from – what was it, 52? Yeah, 52. You have to understand the degree to which that is a layup. Uh, I looked at his stats. Do you know what his plus 50-yard numbers are over the last four years? You're not going to believe this. What? He's 21 or 24, 88% plus 50. That in indoors for him, okay. that's an extra point. But the fact that he missed that is a huge statistical okay. anomaly. It doesn't matter, actually. Yeah. Daniel Carlson's a great kicker. That's fine. Green Bay needed a touchdown no matter what. You didn't improve right, but, your chances to win at all, did you? But you understand, 20 to 13, if Green Bay does score, it's a tie game. It's not over. Well, unless they go for two. Well, right. What are the odds of that? That's well, a 50-50 shot, too. I don't know. They could go for two and, and walk off win you. It, it, it's possible. Like, I, how do you leave that much to chance as opposed to just fourth and one? Because Getting you, a yard in the middle of the field. Because Josh Jacobs was running into the line. Uh, you would run into a stack box. I don't think they had that much confidence that Josh Jacobs was going to make that. Because he averaged 3.5 yards per carry. But one of them was a 25-yard run. Yeah. He was closer to really two yards per carry. And that's when they didn't know if he was going to run. In that situation, too long to sneak. They were going to hand it off to Josh Jacobs. What do you think was going to happen? Perloff. He was going to get eaten up by that line. It's a professional football team. You have to be able to get a yard at some point. And Troy Aikman actually said it right as the Raiders were starting the drive. He said, good teams, they got the ball with about four and a half minutes or so yeah. left, and they had a four-point lead. Good teams salt this game away. Yeah. Good teams are able to run this out, and they're able to just finish the game and have their offense finish out the game. And the Raiders aren't a good team because they, they were, couldn't do that. Yeah, no doubt. They were 1-3 and three entering the game. Everyone knows the Raiders aren't a good team. So that's why this win just doesn't really do a lot for yeah, me. Yeah, it did. I think McDaniels lost that game. I wonder if he would have gotten 
acts today. Who would have taken over, though? Like, that's what I always wonder when these guys get fired. I mean, I know Rich Basaccia, the special teams coordinator, who's now with Green Bay, uh, took over when John Gruden got fired, and no one saw that coming, and they ended up making the playoffs. But, like... You're gonna give it to who? Patrick Graham, your defensive coordinator. I don't know. Yeah, there's let's sure. anybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, they have tons of guys on here that have, have big time experience. They could bring in anybody. You're right. Bisacci was awesome there. That was probably their best season. Maybe they should have just stayed with him. But I, I, I don't. I did a little bit of a disagreement too. Aiden, uh, Aiden O'Connell probably gives them the same chance of winning. I mean, what is? There's no real passing offense here. You got a Devonte or bust. So they they do have they have a Hall of Fame defensive end who just completely took over the game in prime time. There's another the Green Bay tried Green Bay if they didn't have Max Crosby I think Green Bay would have moved the ball but they had he had four tackles for loss he was blowing up the run game again and again and again no Aaron Jones listen the, I looked at this game and I was wondering how are the Raiders favored in this one. Vegas seemed to know exactly what was going to happen. Well, it's because Green Bay's offense is just uh, I'm going to be kind here and say work in progress, but. There's nobody who you trust in the receiving core. Jordan Love throws three picks. I would say one and a half of those was actually his fault. Definitely the first one where he threw it to the linebacker that he didn't see. And I would say the third one, which is in the end zone, he underthrew it and the wide receiver kind of didn't really battle for the ball where he could have probably batted the ball down in the end zone and that sealed the game. The second one was in the second half and that was like a tipped ball. That ended up getting intercepted, yeah. scooped up by the Raiders. They just don't trust them. They had first and yeah. goal uh, to really take a uh, – it was 10-10, and they had two running plays that went straight into the line for nothing. And then they were screwed because it was third and six, and he had no one to throw to. Yeah. So I think it's LaFleur. LaFleur, it's not just Jordan Love. I think Matt LaFleur, the head coach, a little bit exposed – you know, oh, he's you not think? he's not quite the West Coast genius <laughs> when Aaron Rodgers is not his quarterback. No, this is great. Like uh, the Matt LaFleur stat that everyone likes to bring out is like this guy's got like a 70 percent winning percentage. It's like, well, there's a reason for that, because you're winning tons of games with the Aaron Rodgers. Like, look at what's happening right now with Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. Everyone's like, he's an average coach. Like, what do you think Matt LaFleur is? Well, without I d- Aaron Rodgers. But I do think there is something. After 20 years, at some point, you're going to have to rebuild. And you're clearly looking at a rebuild team. Just the fact that every single player on the offense is 23 years old. Yeah. And Bakhtiari's out for the season. So th- this happens. You rebuild. You know, I, I don't know about Jordan Love. I, I still, I was you really big, high. Big but I saw, guy. the funny thing was he won his first game. Everyone's like, look, Jordan Love can do it. I'm like, ooh, that was not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> He's very inconsistent. It's amazing. The first half, he was terrible. Then he comes out in the second half again and again and gets these little drives going that give you a glimmer of hope. I think our question here is, is it better to have a glimmer of hope, like the Raiders winning the game and having an easy schedule coming up? Or is it better to just be bad? Because you love, love. First half, I was like, oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. Then the second half, I'm like, ooh, that was a nice throw. Ooh, that looks good. He just does enough to make you think, oh, this guy could be really good. Just how bad was it in the third in the first half? This is the third straight game where the Packers have scored three points or fewer yeah. in the first half. He gets He's it going. He's not going to win the, games that way. He gets it going in the second half. They've won a couple that way. Yeah, that's true. Diesel, you seem like you wanted to jump in there, pal. Good morning. Good morning, guys. The way we're talking here about this Monday night football game, we seem like we're down on both of these teams right now, <laughs> Packers and the Raiders. Like, nobody won this game yeah. last night. You know, you're you're smart to pick up on that, D-Cell, because that's kind of how I feel. You know, I don't feel good about what the Packers are doing. You had Jair Alexander last night saying, we can't allow the other team to score touchdowns if we want to win. Think about that, how much pressure the defense feels because your offense is not capable of putting up big points. And I think the Raiders have been wrong with this trajectory all season long. 
And I know they won last night, Band-Aid over a bullet wound. That's not a real, no, no real solutions were found by the Raiders last night. You know who their owner is, right? And you expected what? What did you expect? The uh, Vince Lombardi Packers as an organization here? Like what? What did you expect of the Raiders? I mean, this is not a newsflash that the Raiders' long-term team-building strategy is a little bit off. So I wonder if maybe they can just play in that cool sphere sometime. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. That yeah. seemed like the most oh, fun part of the broadcast. Can we just say that stadium looks amazing, and the, Always, the yeah. vibe there was great. It looked like a huge party. There were a lot of Packers fans there, so. I, I agree. I agree with everything you said, but then when you think pull back a little bit, you're like, of course they're a mess. Of course they don't know what they're doing. And the poor GM <laughs> is cleaning up for Mike Mayock's mess, so the the roster is all crazy. One thing, let me ask you this question, yeah. Jimmy G. Even a short term answer. Last night, I was wondering. I mean, Troy Aikman is so mean to opposing quarterbacks he's covering, but it didn't even seem like he's a short term answer. He could not make a play. No, I mean that's Jimmy, though, right? Isn't that where we are with Jimmy <laughs> right now? I, I think that's just kind of. What it is. Like, this is the one thing about Jimmy when he has to move around in the pocket a little bit. You're like, hold your breath. Right. And then that's he actually a thing. escaped at one point and it was like, maybe Jimmy can pick up. Oh, no, he can't. And you, you can chase down Jimmy Garoppolo in a wheelchair. Like, he is just not, he has no elusiveness whatsoever. Okay. Before you fire Josh McDaniels. Yeah. He this, would have been long gone. This run of in New England, Chicago. In my regime. The amazing thing is, if they win against New England in Vegas and then at Chicago and they're four and three, that would be a very interesting situation. What if the Raiders find their way into the playoff mix? They won't. It's happened before. They won't. They won't. Two years ago, they somehow beat the Chargers in Week 18 and ended up in the playoffs and almost beat the Bengals, who went on to get to the Super Bowl. That team looks like the greatest show on turf compared to this team. I mean, that (laughs) team looks like they're playing at an elite level compared to this team. No, no, no. That team was not good. That was not a good team. They used Renfro, and they were using Waller, and they were using some of the other weapons that they had. This time, it's like Jacoby Myers, Devontae Adams, and Josh Jacobs, and that's it. That's that's something. That's a lot better than the Packers have. What do the Packers have? <laughs> they can't even make it look good. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. So, yeah, Tom, I think you're right. Double L's given out for this game. No, I give a W to the Raiders because unlike Maggie with moral victories and things like that, to me, a win is a win and a loss is a loss. It doesn't matter what the final score is. Enjoy purgatory. I mean, I mean, Perloff, do you really think th- I mean, we're talking about a quarterback in Jimmy G who leads the league in interceptions right now? And yeah. don't forget, he's missed a game already. <laughs> and I'm not wishing this upon him at all. But we know he has a tendency to get hurt. You really think this Raiders team can sustain the way that they're winning right now? Oh, yeah. No, I think the Raiders are going to AFC title. Game. <laughs> Did you listen to a word I said in the first segment? No, of course not. I'm not I'm not insane. But uh is that true that Jimmy G leads the league in interceptions with one less game? But seven interceptions right now, four games played. God, that's amazing because <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got to watch is more Jimmy though? G. Is but it? the funny thing is it, it doesn't really matter with Jimmy G. He can throw wobblers all over the place. He seems to throw every pass high. That guy comes up with W's. Look at his lifetime record, Diesel. It's unbelievable. The bad quarterback play that ends in a win. If they go four and three, I'm going to laugh so hard. I'm going to come in. That Monday, and and I'm going to be wearing a Raiders jersey. I'm going to root for this team. <laughs> no, I want you the full black hole, you know. I think bikes, uh, shoulder pads. Yeah, right. right. Uh, by the way, Max Crosby put him in that incredible list of defensive player of the year. That was ridiculous. There were so Very many good. plays where he just threw his blocker to the left and just destroyed the running back. That, to me, was the key. That was the story of the game last night. 
uh, because the Raiders won. If the Raiders had lost, it would have been Josh McDaniel. <laughs> I admit it. I'm stuck in this position defending the dude, but I'm, listen, I'm not a moron. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Reaction to the game gets it going this morning. Got a lot more to do. Uh, your phone calls, though, are welcome. Again, 855-212-4CBS. couple things you can do to get in touch with the show. You can also watch us, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. That's where you can get in the chat with the weedos and the coffee drinkers. Very, very nice people they are. They're strange, but they're cool. Uh, uh, listening to us across the country on CBS Sports Radio, that does the trick as well. We say good morning to our affiliates. The free Odyssey app, you can download it now. Also, Sirius XM Channel 158. Your thoughts on the Raiders and the Packers when we come back. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. I don't know how we did this, but we gave both team losses for last night. The Packers <laughs> Raiders seems unfair. Big W for Max Crosby, yeah. who is sort of the, uh, he's the emotional leader of the Raiders. He feels like the emotional leader of the NFL. He's just such a cool dude. He's got this great recovery story. He's got this great family. He's always interesting on the mic. Uh, I, I love watching him. He blew up last night's game. Yep. It's interesting to me when a pass rusher blows up the run game, which is exactly what he did. Four tackles for a loss. Usually we judge guys just on sacks. Like yeah. we give out defensive player of the year just on sacks. Generally, yeah. But this year it is a who's who in the defensive player of the year race. We're just putting some names down. Who do you got, Maggie? I know, like back of the envelope for all the good defensive performances we've seen. Like TJ Watt the other day basically uh, single-handedly kept the Steelers in that game. Yeah, and he's chasing the sack record. He's already got eight. Micah Parsons is going to be there. I know they're coming off yeah. of a tough one against the 49ers. Miles Garrett. Awesome. Max Crosby last night, obviously. You know Nick Bosa and Fred Warner are going to be named every time they're yeah. on a primetime broadcast. 
these guys get more shine than anybody. Aiden Hutchinson. Hutchinson with the interceptions. This uh, the fact that he's somehow an interception machine. He remember did we talk to him and he never yeah. had an interception his whole the life? Super Bowl we talked and then to him. he had three last year. He had an amazing one the other day. I would definitely put him in the mix. I mean, you have like the legacies, if you will, like Aaron Donald, who's always in the mix. Still amazing. You got Chris Jones, who's like the best defensive player on a team mm-hmm. in the Chiefs that's a Super Bowl contender. And I thought Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen from the Jaguars, yep. was incredible against the Bills, and he was everywhere. There's a guy on the Colts, Zaire Franklin, yep. who's leading the league in tackling, but it's not just accumulating empty stats. Like, he was making huge plays against the Titans. It's funny. It's obviously an offensive era, but doesn't it feel like this year there's a lot of star defensive players? I think it's because so there's so much passing. Yep, I you agree. Know, it's giving so many more opportunities, but you would think that would also give opportunities to more corners. And I don't know if there's a corner right now that would be in that mix. Corners are weird because if you're a really good cornerback, no one throws at you, so yeah. therefore you don't get interceptions. Go to the phones, 855-212-4CBS. Our pal Jay is in Nashville. Good morning, Jay. Good morning. I'm literally in the parking lot of my job putting my pants on and no shirt on, looking like a homeless sex freak in the parking lot or whatever. But <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we'll, we'll vouch for you. We'll bail you out. I, don't worry. I don't know after that description, Jay. <laughs> I trust. Jay's my emergency contact now. I trust Jay. Wait. No, man. It's, no, there's a lady. There's a lady. Pants or right no pants. No, nah, there's a lady parked right next to me looking over here like, man, what the hell is he doing? But no, nah, this is like only my <laughs> second day on the job, so I like got to be careful. But no, nah, it's early in the morning. Please don't get I arrested like, for like, indecent exposure your second day on the job. We can only do man. so much for you, Jay. Hey, they got their own police around here, too. So ain't no, I don't know what kind of rules they're working with. But hey, I heard y'all talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. Remember I told y'all a while ago that that dude is my spirit animal, man. Like, for real. <laughs> And it's good to see him doing good last night. I mean, I wish I was still living in Vegas, man. I lived there before all that, you know, the 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 freaking wind like the uh, hotel and yeah, and like in the stadium and everything. So it'll probably look totally foreign to me if I'd ever set foot in Vegas again. But I mean, it, you know, it's good to see uh, Jimmy G doing good. I didn't was he though, Jay? Is he doing but, good? He's just him. I know. I know. <laughs> you know him. Him just being healthy is Jimmy G doing good. Yeah, he's already missed a game Basically. this year, though. It's like Jimmy G, mediocre quarterback, above average looks. Every guy wants to be him. I'm sure he's killing it in Vegas right now, but I didn't think he played great last night. That, But that's why he's some people's spirit animal. It's like <laughs> he looks good in mediocrity. He just gets him in every red velvet, every door without a pass. Every, he doesn't have a credential. He's a dude that doesn't even have to have credentials. He just like walks up like yeah. yeah let him in. That dude looks <laughs> good to like leave out here. But um, as far as I heard, what did I hear? Oh yeah, as far as uh, Green Bay and everything. And I was telling your screener, I was like, I know Aaron Rodgers is in a dark retreat right now with a with a tablet. Just him. The only light in there is the tablet. And him looking at the game. And you know, like secretly, he's just like, <laughs> I, I told you. He's like, Shaq, he's like Shaq when he did that freestyle rap talking about you couldn't do it without me. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, tell, well, I remember that Kobe, one. Tell me how my ass tastes yeah, yeah. or whatever he was saying. The famous rap but, about Kobe. You know, Jay, it's so funny, and you're the best. Put those pants on, though. We don't want anything bad to happen to you in the parking lot of your job. It's so funny. I had the same thought about Rodgers. I bet that Rodgers sends a supportive-sounding text to Jordan Love after the game. Meanwhile, in the back mm. of his head, though, he's like, ha, ha, you guys wanted to get rid of oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. Hey, guy. Hey, kid. 
keep your head up, man. Only good things to come. Sh sh shrug this one off. Whatever the inspirational text is going to be to Jordan Love, he doesn't mean a word of it. That's like when I send notes to the Dan Patrick Show guys saying, I really hope you win the Emmy this year. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually do mean that because that would be awesome because I would totally say I was on an Emmy award-winning show. Yeah, I mean, you I, were. Yeah, Emmy honestly, uh, I do agree, though, with Jay that Jimmy G is so good-looking. I, I can't imagine what <laughs> life would be like if you could just walk up. I walk to the club, and it's like, you know, even when I was in back in the day, and it was 50-50. Do I have a shot at getting in here? Because I, Jimmy G, Yeah, 50 I was being modest there. I was being generous there. Jimmy G gets in any club. You know, it's like it's like the male version of being a hot woman. Yeah. No, that, that must be yes. amazing. But I don't know if Jimmy G... <laughs> Why would you have a personality if you look like that? You just walk in a room and everybody <laughs> everybody loves everything you say. I'm sure if Jimmy G walked in here, we would all be fawning over him, being like, oh, Jimmy, you're so smart. Yeah, that's like when people are like, Kate Upton, she's so funny. It's like, is she? <laughs> yeah, yeah, is no. she really? She might be. She's yes. possible. She might be. Yeah, she yeah, might yeah. not be. No, she's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, sure. I know. It's like crazy she's not doing stand-up. Like, she wants to so come funny. in here and tell jokes. We're all down. <laughs> I'm all for it. Uh, what were we talking about, Jimmy G? Oh, Jay driving to work naked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a lot going on there, by the way. I didn't understand why his pants were off when he oh. was changing his shirt. Listen, it's central time there. He's, a, he's an hour behind. It's tough enough for us to get up. You know, he's got to get up. It's super early. Everyone comes here dressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or gets to the train dressed. Yeah, why you know. was he changing outside work? Uh, maybe I he had to put know. on a uniform. <laughs> but I'm, if he did have to put on a uniform, I'm not sure why new pants. I think uh, <laughs> I think he had to put on uh, some sort of like a shirt. He yeah. he's does a lot of deliveries. I think he did. He used to because he was a big book on tape guy. And he was like doing some data science boot camp stuff. We, we know a lot about Jay. I had a job like that where you had to not put on your outfit until you got to work. Oh, okay. I was a certified baseball and softball umpire. You cannot drive to the game. Certified up to the junior varsity level. You <laughs> cannot drive to the game in your uniform. Big no-no. You get docked points. That's a thing? That's a real thing? A real th In the Binghamton Umpires chapter, it was, of which I was the first woman to ever be uh, a member. Could you at least wear your umpiring pants that no. people can't see? No, no, and it was odd because, like, I'm a chick, so what am I going to do? So I would wear, like, the, you know how, like, Dwayne Wade used to wear, like, the leggings? Every basketball player wears, like, those leggings. Yeah. I'd have to wear those What's workout leggings. What's the point of this strange rule in the Binghamton <laughs> softball? Your per your outfit's got to be your your uniform. It has to be pristine. Who's going to rat you out, though? The but, other ump that you're with. Oh, no way. <laughs> you cannot do that. Yeah. That's crazy. This sounds like the, the worst association in the history of the world. <laughs> they also the Draconian used... Binghamton Umpire Association. <laughs> they also used to hold their meetings at a bar, and I was only 17. So I was like, I guess I'm in this bar now hanging out with these umpires. <laughs> meetings are at a bar, but you can't drive to the right. game in your umpire uniform. Uniform? Yep. Give me a break. I know. Very, very strict on the rules. Also, no quality control. Terrible umpires, but <laughs> yeah. they showed up in the correct apparel. Oh, of which I matters. was the worst, by the way. <laughs> Blowing calls left and right. Uh, Andrew Bogus is here with some headlines. Good morning, Bogus. Good morning. Those headlines sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. A baseball playoff game had never ended like this before. 2-2. Two -two. In the air, out towards right center field. Harris going to go back. Harris back to the warning track. He leaps. Michael's got it! He's got it! They fired it in, and it rolls across the infield. Taken by Riley. He Double throws play. to the back. They double him off. Ball game over. Braves win. I've never seen a play like that. Oh! 
Yeah, that's what I just said, Braves Radio. Michael Harris is leaping catch in right center. Austin Raleigh picking up his errand throw and firing it to first to get Bryce Harper is the first game-ending double play involving an outfielder in MLB postseason history. Wow. And it came the half inning after Riley clubbed a go-ahead two-run homer. The Braves had been staring a 2-0 hole in the face down 4-0 to the Phillies. Entering the bottom of the six, catcher Travis Darno kicked off the comeback with a two-run homer. It was really emotional, especially the way we came back. So it was one of the one of my favorite postseason games ever. Ever. That's from Bally Sports South. That's, you know, it's so weird. Like uh, we're getting we're getting calls, we're getting post-game sound. When the Phillies won Game One, my Phillies won Game One. I don't recall even three seconds of any of your updates mentioning the game. Well, maybe that... a score, maybe a score. <laughs> well, uh, I think the big like America cares be... about Travis Darno. <laughs> we weren't on I the do. air Sunday after they won. Oh, Saturday. okay. What about the That's series win over the Marlins? Was there any player interviews after that? I yeah. Mean, the... Yeah. That doesn't count. We did a whole thing on Jacob Tyler Riomuto. There was I did that. Phillies. I instigated that. You, you, and you I did told nothing. You... And by the way, Jacob Tyler hit a home run last night. Yeah, and you're not mentioning that. Yeah, but it's okay. The Phillies are fine. I didn't watch the game. Are they? Yeah, they're totally fine. Soul crushing. They loss took Freed out of. I. I'm. I'm fine. This is fine. They. They were in Atlanta. It wasn't soul crushing. Rob Thompson learned his lesson. He took. Did not take Zach Wheeler out this time. Should have. They're fine. I, this is when you know it's not fine is how many yep. times Perloff goes, it's no, no, fine, no, it's, it's fine. fine. You're There's trying to just... tell yourself you're yeah. fine. You don't sound fine. <laughs> well, Austin Riley was a, was rusty until the end of the game. Uh, yeah, they should have put that away. <laughs> but, okay, when it was 4 nothing, the Phillies and the Braves' bats were dead, didn't everyone here say, oh, my God, I can't believe how bad the Braves are and Perloff's yes. going to win this series? Did yes. that thought cross everyone's mind? It did. And then I, but I just can't believe that baseball's been around for like 150 years and there's never been a play like that with a double play that starts in the outfield. That's insane. Did you guys kill Harper for that? I, I did not for some reason. I'm, I'm not seeing him getting that. him killed. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Like, I know the rule is you're not supposed to go past the bag at second base. You're supposed to go halfway. No way. That's an amazing catch out there. Yeah. You cannot crush Bryce Harper for that, air quotes, base running blunder. No way. Oh, I think you can. Come on. Dude. Really? You cost him the game. I mean, you still would have been able to have an at-bat left if you had just gotten your tush back to first. Right. I mean... So you would have two outs with a guy on first down a run. It's not like that cost them the game. You're trailing. I, you, you can't have that be your third out and the end of the game. But you can't not score from first there either. I think actually you can. I think the only time you're really running that hard oh. is when you have two outs. I mean, no? He would have had to... No, I mean, down a run, he would have had to go through whatever was... He had to go for home there. Probably, he might have. They might have waved him home. I mean, Harper's got some speed. Well, right? he would have went no matter what. Yeah, that's no, Har- that's by the way, that's like Harper, Harper is always going for home, and that hat's always coming off. That's yeah. the thing. That's why I can't crush him for being overly aggressive there. Like, that's who he is. We'll see. He, you know, he owns the Braves, so I'm hoping he single-handedly leads them back. I'm yeah, not no giving up here, but <laughs> the other thing, too, is I got too stressed last night and had to watch a terrible football game. The first half of the Raiders-Packers one of the worst football games I've ever seen, <laughs> and I got too nervous, so I had to flip over to that, so I don't even know what you about. I mean, think about, about it. Bonus. We're talking about this is one of the worst football games when we all just watched the Jets and the Broncos on Sunday. Oh. I mean, that, like, the Jets man. and the Broncos, at least they could move the ball. Last night, it was like, oh, that was terrible. Uh, we'll get more to that game, but first, Dodgers Stadium, there was no rally for the home team in that one, so the Dodgers now down two games to none to the Diamondbacks. Arizona scoring three in the first after getting six in the first on Saturday. That was plenty for Zach Gallon. Five and a third, two runs, five hits, two walks, and four Ks. 
his manager, Tori Rerudo. Obviously, we feel good about it, but um, we will take nothing for granted. Uh, we will continue to stay humble and work very hard. It's a 4-2 win for Arizona. For the Dodgers, only two higher seeds have won a five-game series after losing the first two games in this current format. Mm. So, yes, we got a Sunday night blowout, a Monday night stinker from the NFL. Neither the Raiders nor the Packers produced 300 yards of offense last night, only 30 combined points. Vegas had more, 17-13 to snap a three-game skid. Jimmy Garoppolo back from his concussion to throw for a touchdown and a pick. It was a total team effort tonight, and, and we knew it was going to be like that. Uh, it's just one of those things we got to use this momentum now to our advantage, you know, try to get stacking these wins. Uh, but, yeah, this was a big one tonight. Jordan Love was picked off three times, including in the end zone with 44 seconds left. That's five INTs over his last two games. Jimmy G even sounds handsome. I mean, you can you can hear the handsomeness uh, in his. Oh yeah, uh, Jimmy G. Do we? I think we like Jimmy G more than Maggie, which is an interesting <laughs> phenomenon. Yeah, you guys definitely do. I, I know the phenomenon of like good-looking women sounding hot. Yeah. I don't think Jimmy has a Jim- hot sounding guy voice. Super deep. I I think his voice is great. I think he's a quarterback. It's gotta be deep, right? Total command of the room. Yeah. yeah. This might be semantics, but I think oh. he sounds like he knows he's attractive. Yeah, yeah. He's got that confidence. He's going yeah. right into the booth if he wants. Oh, does he though? Just go go be hot somewhere else. <laughs> Let's go Just have fun. Go be hot somewhere. What's Jimmy G gonna do if not call football games? I'm sorry. He doesn't strike me as like the engineering type or I mean, some like post career. This is a guy who's going on a date with porn stars. Something tells me he's gonna yeah. find a way to pass the time. <laughs> we, yeah, no, he's definitely his career is definitely broadcasting. I've never seen a player who probably has less options other than broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> listing, he, he I can see he selling some homes. Uh, real yeah. estate. Yeah, he was on the network. With his dad, who I think is an electrician yes. or like a plumber, some kind of like blue collar job. So maybe he just does that. Maybe you have a, a leak in a bathroom in Vegas and he's, you make a call and Jimmy G shows up with a like, tool belt. <laughs> Hot UPS guy, something <laughs> yeah, exactly. like that. Are you kidding it. me? There's going to be a bidding war for that dude. Put him on a studio show. You'd have to be studio because if he's calling a game, how many times do they go to the booth? It's not enough. Like the juice isn't worth the squeeze there. Yeah. I mean, he is an NFL quarterback. You know he probably understands do? the game to the point where he can call a game. Well, probably. But here's the thing. You know what they should do? You know how, like, they, you know, uh, I don't want to get in trouble here. But you know how, like, generally sideline reporters who are women have to be extremely attractive? They should make Jimmy a sideline reporter. I, I'm yeah, with you on that's this. That's a great call. It's kind of like <laughs> bringing in Gene Steratore. You bring in Jimmy G for like the hot guy perspective on every game. He's on every broadcast. That'd be unique. You just cut. He's in a bathing suit. Yeah, there's his head on a screen in the bottom right-hand corner breaking something down for you. It's like but, from the hot guy's perspective, I got to say, they really should have run a, a fade there on a, third and, on a third and three. Back to you guys. Like, wow. <laughs> just... He's right. He's Here's absolutely what's right. not to do with Jimmy Garoppolo. He comes in and gives you the wrong decision, the, the wrong play to make. <laughs> Nobody cares. As long as we've Just opened this can him. of worms, can I ask you a question, Maggie? Yeah. When the executives are making decisions, is it the sideline reporter that needs to be attractive or the studio host? Or, like, what is? what have you heard through? What are they looking for? The, the grapevine? Yeah. Um, no, I think that the history, if you want to, of the sideline reporter was, like, Phyllis George, right? And she was... She oh. was she was a broadcaster and did many things. Who but, is it? But she was in the studio too. She I was in the studio, but I think she was was she also not sideline? They used Could to put be. like former beauty queens on the sideline. Oh, so it's kind of okay. that's this. how it happened. Although, you know, actually one of the original sideline um people was actually Jim Lampley. Yeah. Um so he and he's also an attractive guy, but 
I think they started with like, oh, if a woman's going to be on TV talking about sports, then she has to be the most attractive person to ever come out of the state of Alabama that's ever existed. (laughs) So we have to, Miss Alabama has to be up there. And then uh, it's gone from there. That's really interesting. For me, I did a, I talked about this. I did a season of ESPN College Football, and I had Dr. Jerry Punch working the sideline. Do you remember that guy? He's a NASCAR guy. No. Yes. Uh, he, oh, he's awesome. And he was not getting by on his looks. And he was an actual medical doctor who, for some reason, was calling sideline. He was a big time that's for a great, ESPN for great, years. That's a great thing to have. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Jerry Punch was the best. <laughs> and I actually wondered. I'm like, you know, I give credit to ESPN Thursday Night Football, like, they're not doing they the against, cliche. They went against type. Oh, yeah. yeah, Wait, yeah. I, I can remember him working. Why do I not remember you working these games? I was on the production truck. I was oh, not. behind the scenes. I thought you had some like, pre, like pre-game roles. Oh, like no, that. no, 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 no. no, no. Okay. Yeah, Profiles are social media consultants. No, I, was, uh, I had this bizarre job where I was in charge of the Yellow Line production. So you know how they put the yellow line on the field? Yeah, the yellow line is the greatest invention of the 20th century. So I worked for Sport Vision, who does the yellow line, and we uh, sometimes they would put these like graphics on the field where you could see where the quarterback was, where Ben Roethlisberger was throwing the ball, and I was in charge of that, and I basically hit a button four times a game, <laughs> and it was the most anxiety-provoking thing I've ever done in my life. Not hosting radio. The producer would be like, uh, Perloff, you ready to go? And I'd be like, uh, no, no, no. All right, let's go to Jerry. Let's go to Dr. Punch. See what he has. That was typical Thursday night. <laughs> no. And Brolof is sweating like he's the movie Airplane. Just like just sweat dripping down. You can relate, though, Maggie. Is there anything more stressful than a football TV production truck? It's so crazy. In there. It's I, I have insane. to imagine doing like a double lung surgery has to be more calm than what's going on in a production yeah. truck. Go like, silver. Go gray. Go, go, go silver. Go silver. People and then profanities for hours. And then after the game, everyone's like, that was a good game. Yeah, good I'm job, like, you just, you just cursed me out 14 <laughs> times in a row. And all I have to do is hit a darn button to put a yellow line on the field. So I was never in a production truck, but I used to be a silent reporter. And I would get it in my, in my earpiece. Right. Just be like, what is going on back there? Anyway, uh, so-and-so's got a ankle. They are questionable to return. Uh, my worst nightmare is to be a sideline reporter. And when they call and you have nothing. Like, uh, let's go to Maggie Gray on the sideline. What's happening down there? Do that hockey. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) What do you do? You just make up something? (laughs) They never do that. It's like, so how the sausage is made is that you, as the sideline reporter, tell the producer, hey, I have something. I can advance that story. Whatever they're talking about, Mm -hmm. I can can add to it. They don't just be like, all right, let's go to Maggie. And I'm eating a hot dog (laughs) on the sideline. (laughs) But wait, what if you can, you go in the producer's ear say I can advance that story, and then he gets to you 16 minutes later, yeah. and that story is long gone. Is yeah, it, that must do happen that. too. <laughs> they don't do that. Uh, though, yeah, there's so many things that it's go wrong. Stressful. It is very stressful. Listen, we're not like digging ditches, but it, it is stressful. But I was stunned in college. Armin Katayan came and spoke to our, yeah. my like broadcasting, oh, yeah. and he said that like 95% of his reports were pre done before the game even started. Yeah. Like he, aside from injuries yeah. or. Like everything Most was on a card, already written. Yeah. and it was, I was like, "Oh, I thought this was all on the fly, but everything was done before the game even started." Yeah. Like he might do in a report. The game's produced, and sometimes you empty the notebook like in a blowout. You get to do everything you have, and in a close game, you'll be on camera like three times. You have no idea. Anyway, enough about us. Yeah, let's get back to the Jets, yeah. who may now lead the league in season-ending torn Achilles. Right tackle Elijah Vera Tucker following the footsteps of Aaron Rodgers. Vera Tucker suffering his second consecutive season-ending injury, and both happened in Denver. The Vikings yet to fully diagnose Justin Jefferson's right hamstring injury, but head coach Kevin O'Connell said Jefferson will not play again until he's 100%. And NBA preseason action in Vegas, 
The Lakers outscored the Nets 129-126. LeBron with 10 points, 5 assists in 17 minutes. And now I'm done. Back to you guys. Thank you, Andrew Bogish. Uh, Coming up is Jordan Love proving he's not ready for prime time. We've got that for you. Don't move. It's Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff, the new morning show right here on CBS Sports Radio. Tough watch last night. The Raiders get the win. Eh, it didn't really feel like a win, though, because it still looks like a franchise with no direction. Perloff, let's hear from Josh McDaniels. Pete, can we hear from the Raiders coach on if a win can change the attitude of this team? Had to scrap and claw, but um, we keep we keep pressing on, you know, and playing hard. And I, I think that's the most important ingredient I take away here is the way that we play and compete. And when you do that, you're going to give yourself a chance. And then when you start to make progress and do some things better that you're not necessarily doing well, you know, at the moment, then all of a sudden the product becomes a lot a lot more palatable. I mean, fine, that sounds good, but you got three interceptions, so I, you know, Max Crosby was a game wrecker, so yes, it looks like you're you're really scrapping and working hard, and you are, this is no shade on the players, but honestly, where is this franchise going? This is not a good enough team to compete in the AFC, and they're not going to be bad enough that they're going to be able to get one of the top quarterbacks. They had a, they had a chance last year to get a quarterback, didn't do it when they were picking high in the draft. And I don't know what's going to happen next year. So two years ago, they were five and five and they went on a run and made the playoffs, yep. which is great. Last year they were five and seven. They got, were battling to get back to 500 and then they completely fell apart and lost almost every other game. That was McDaniel's first year. So I think they're going to be in the same boat right now, this year. They're going to be right around 5-5, five and five, and it, we're going to know, are they going to be a playoff team or are they going to go uh, in a really bad direction? But there is a good chance that they, with their schedule, that they get nine wins, and that might work in the AFC. And if that's the case, is that if you're the owner of a team, you, I'm sorry, the Raiders, no, no one thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think making the playoffs with Josh McDaniels would be a huge deal and it'd be honestly very lucky. If you, I will show bet, the show bet of all show bets that they are not going to make the playoffs. I do not know how anybody loses to the Raiders. Josh McDaniels, like the combination of his bad decision-making of Jimmy Garoppolo's iffy health uh, situation yeah, and his that, interceptions. Jimmy, that's always been the case. And that dude's always won games with iffy health situations. Okay, but on better teams like the 49ers, I mean, I, I just do not see how this team's going to make the playoffs. I will show bet you something. I'm not putting my face in a bowl, Skyline Chili, but we can think <laughs> of something else. Well, I get odds on that one. I'm no. sure they're... Yeah, I'm definitely getting odds. What do you think the odds? Okay, so by the way, they're three-point favorites at home against the Patriots. That's it? They're only three-point favorites at home against the Patriots? <laughs> and the Patriots might be the worst team in the NFL this year. But, That's how much nobody trusts Josh McDaniels. Well, I'm, and I'm just saying, then they get the Bears, where they'll be favored again. So they are favored in a bunch of these games. I'll still take the bet. I, so, I do not think they are making the playoffs. So, okay, but I get odds because, let's see, I'm looking at the odds of playoff or no playoff here on DraftKings. And the Las Vegas Raiders, Vamp, say something here. Uh, they Talk stink. to D-Cell. D-Cell, how's it going this morning? Plus 400, yes. Minus 550, no. So that's huge odds. What do I get? I'm gonna. I'm betting right now $5 on plus 400 to win 20. There you go. 25. My math's not perfect. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, 
I just think the AFC, by the way, for all its uh, preseason hype, yep. there's going to be a nine and eight team or a ten and seven team that gets in. I the and Raiders I, is and a I long think that team's probably going to be coming from the AFC North now. Um, but Eesh, really, yeah, because I, I think that maybe the Bengals are not done. Um, somehow Jimmy Garoppolo, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, somehow Joe Burrow, you know, kind of yeah. looks like he's back to himself. But those teams are all going to beat each other into smithereens. Three really good defense, four really good defenses. Yeah, you're probably right. No, the Raiders is a long shot. Maybe this is an idiotic bet, but I'll do it. You know what the bet that I'm in real trouble on? Real trouble. (laughs) And I'm so glad that Andrew Bogus in his top of the hour update did not mention it. Yeah. The Wembenyama preseason debut was pretty sweet. (laughs) That's a problem for me. Yeah, is your car? What shape is your car in right now? Because if you have to drive, the show bet is that if he wins Rookie of the Year, Proloff has to drive to San Antonio, wear a sandwich board outside of the stadium to personally apologize to the French windmill for doubting him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. those are Jama. Those are not the terms I agree to. I have to stand on the Riverwalk with a sign like John Cusack and say anything. So the (laughs) odds are still Wemby minus 110 to win Rookie of the Year. Scoot Henderson's a plus 225. Last night was terrifying for me. Uh, He can do everything. He can shoot from the outside, block shots, can dunk. He's like a tall Kevin Durant. This is bad. I'm I'm not going to lie. I Googled this morning how far, 27 hours from where we sit right now. To get I mean, to San Antonio. You better when have Bus some books. Jama? You better have some books on tape, a couple <laughs> podcasts. You know, you can listen. I'm assuming you'll still call into the show, right? Well, okay. Am I going during show hours? I'll be driving. If it's 27 hours, I mean, you can't just take four hours out of the middle of the morning. I think that's all got to be used driving. Hmm. That could content. go on the weekend. You could go on the weekend. Uh, San Antonio okay. is a great town. Honestly, there's this breakfast taco place I have scouted out that I kind of want to drive to right now. It's yeah. so good. And when you're driving through like Wichita, you better keep that in the front of your mind because you're going to need something to keep you going on a 27-hour car trip. I have no problem with that car trip. I you're could just going to be screaming pavement you know, for a <laughs> no, long no, no, to no. sing it along in the I'm going to stop and see friends. It'll be great. I love road trips. I've been trying to lose a road trip bet. Since we started the show a year and a half <laughs> you ago. You to get away from me? Yeah, how many road trip bets have I... Uh, no, it's not that I want to get away from you. I just, I like work letting me drive and go wherever I want. Like, I would love to do uh, a bunch of road shows where we go to affiliates and, um, yeah, I'm and down. Yeah, if any uh, anybody out there is listening, we'll come to your town. <laughs> <laughs> Probably yeah. will personally drive there. Uh, well, but you want to fly. I understand. You're a fl- you're one of those airplane people. Yeah, I'll meet you there. Don't, don't make her sound weird that she wants yeah. to fly. Yeah. Like, Everybody would want to fly. Yeah, thank you. I don't want to drive from New York to San Antonio, Texas, and I'm the weirdo. Okay, fine. I mean, you can go the traditional way, but there's so (laughs) many interesting adventures between here and San Antonio we could have. (laughs) This is like the Thelma and Louise, but hopefully with a better ending. Um, Maggie Perloff hit Illinois. It's It's exciting. Why did they rob a bank in this? Oh, I just got bored. Uh, Coming up, more from last night's game reaction to the Raiders and the Packers got to get into Jordan Love three interceptions including the game ceiling one in the end zone we get to that don't move Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio why why if you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.